Generator Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you heal, align, and expand your intuition. With high vibe content and lightened conversations and weekly energetic updates, we are here to help you get and stay lit by connecting you to your highest self. Get inspired by tuning into today's episode of The Generator Podcast. Welcome back to The Generator Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria, and today, Laura's not here. But guess who is here? Go on, guess. Okay, Mm. I'll tell you. Go ahead, Bebe. It's me, Caleb. (laughs) It's my boyfriend. He's here. Laura, uh had some travel mishaps with her microphone and doesn't have it so she can't record today so in an interest of getting these episodes out to you guys i was like yo i'm gonna record with bebe and we're gonna do the intro why not why not so say hey hey how's it going it's going pretty good how's it going with you pretty good we made a makeshift fort to do this recording yeah it's real nice yeah so, Bebe, tell them a little bit about yourself. Um, about me? Yeah, why not? You're their new substitute host, so they should know who you are. Oh, well, I enjoy woodworking. Oh, do you? And bourbon. Ooh. And coffee. Yeah, you do. And I'm a touring audio engineer. Yes, you are. I think that's something they'd like to know. Yeah. That's all fun facts. He's the reason this podcast is sounding better and better. Fun facts. Fun facts about Caleb. So, what? how's your week been, babe? <laughs> My week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me how your week's been. It's draining, but really good. <laughs> yeah, it's been Christmas. Oh, it's been Christmas. We spent Christmas together for the first time. It's been really great. It has been really great. I've loved spending Christmas with you. Yeah. How was meeting each other's families? Really good, I think. Yeah, I think it went really well. I always wonder why people think that's so stressful. Because it's stressful. Why? What do you think is stressful about it? Well, I think you're just always not quite sure what to expect. True. Meeting a significant other's family. You think I'm significant? Oh. (laughs) Most significant. I'm the most significant of all the others. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, I mean. Who do you think's family's crazier? That's a flip. That's a coin flip. Yeah, I know. My family's pretty crazy. We won't get into it, but boy, did Caleb hear some stories last night. (laughs) Boy, did I. It was... Guys, I I don't even know how to explain to you the things that I heard. I I can't. I can't explain to you the things that I heard, but it should be a movie. There should be a movie created about the stories we heard last night. There really should be a Netflix. It it made me think about American Made. Yeah, we're just going to... That movie with Tom Cruise. Yeah, I'm just going to say two words, and that's all they need to know. Ponzi scheme. Ponzi scheme and an elaborate story that involved multiple members of my family who were not necessarily directly a part of the Ponzi scheme. How many millions was it? 
It was 70 like million? Six, yeah, 70 million dollars in this Ponzi scheme. Yeah, it was quite a lot. You guys can probably figure it out. We were in South Carolina, 70 million dollar Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Google me it. in on that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we were I've sitting got there. some like, student loans to pay <laughs> F student loans. Seriously. I don't, I don't like, like that. I don't like those at all. No, but yeah, alas. Alas, here we are. So... Uh, anything else that you you now you have you're in a very powerful position right now. You are can my, take over the world with this podcast. My right cross leggedness or oh, in the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you can say anything you want. What do you want to say? Mm, I love you all. Oh, that's so nice. I bet they needed to hear that today. Well, the holidays are hard for a lot of people. It's true. We need to spread kindness. We do need to spread kindness, babe. I love that. We're spreading kindness under this comforter right here. I think here. so. I think we are. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Not yet. I haven't really thought about it. Do you want to think about it right now? Well, I thought about some some good, better brushing habits. I think we could all probably stand to do that. <laughs> like with your teeth? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to, we're both talked about our brushing habits lately. Yeah. Do you are I'm curious to know is everybody does everybody fall off the bandwagon with their teeth in their twenties or is it oh, just us? Gosh. I feel like I've really fallen off that bandwagon. Man. Yeah. I have. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It's, shouldn't be embarrassed about it. You have beautiful teeth. Thanks. I love your teeth. I love your face too. Okay, but really, do, so do you have? Did you have you ever set a New Year's resolution? And actually, kept it. M- me? Yeah. Yeah. Now, who else am I talking to in here? I don't know. God, have you ever? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. A New Year's resolution and actually kept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, are you asking specific ones? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I remember, let's see, I remember, like, I wanted to tithe for a year. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Did you do it? I did. That's impressive. Because, like, I never done that, like, in my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's really impressive. How much do you think you tithed over the course of a year? I don't know. It was given to me at the end of the year and we're like holy shit that's a lot of money it was i mean i don't well i think it was like well i mean i'm not gonna say the money amount yeah yeah you don't have to yeah i mean i'll always i'll put it in the show notes yeah it's always like mailed to you (laughs) yeah yeah so you can like i don't know probably so that they can like write it off or something no that is why so you can do a tax write-off yeah but i never know how to oh i try to but i don't know if it really works the you way don't know do if it. tax write-offs work? No. Oh, you mean the way you do your taxes? Yeah. I got Because it's like TurboTax. I'm like... That's how I do mine, too. Yeah. Huh. My family... Now everyone's going to know how I do my taxes. My whole family... Well, not my whole family, but I have lots of accountants in my family. Not the Jewish side, ironically enough. The non-Jewish side. Oh. The accountants are on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I just... <laughs> okay. Well, let's get I'm going to go a little bit over some astrological updates for the week and then we're going to talk about this episode and then we're going to get into the episode. Caleb, isn't oh. Are you sad? No. You're not in the episode. No, I'm not. We sad. can edit you into it just randomly. Oh. Going bah. 
great. Okay, good. So astrological updates. When this episode comes out on Monday, December 30th, the sun is going to be in Capricorn, moon in Pisces, Mercury in Capricorn, Venus in Aquarius, Mars in Scorpio, Jupiter in Capricorn, and Saturn in Capricorn. Also, south node in Capricorn and Pluto is in Capricorn. The word for today is Capricorn. Ooh, get your Capricorn shirt I on. Do you have a Capricorn shirt on? Mm. So, this energy, and we also just had a new moon eclipse in Capricorn, and that was conjunct with Jupiter and trine with Uranus. Anytime that Jupiter's in the mix, it's encouraging expansion because Jupiter is the planet of expansion. So, I always tell people, like, wherever Jupiter is in your chart, that's like a big explanation point. Babe, do you know where yours is in your chart? No, I have no idea. Yours is in Virgo. What's that mean? Virgo, it's very meticulous and perfectionistic and detail-oriented. Oh, well, okay. That makes sense. And it's in your house of possessions and things like you buy and money. Well, that makes perfect sense. Doesn't it? I know. When I saw that, I was like, oh, because you that's the only place you have Virgo in your whole chart. And I've always thought you act more like a Virgo than you do a Gemini. Oh. But it's because you have so much Virgo that oh, Jupiter yeah. is very Virgo. Yeah, or has, I'm, I'm very yeah. meticulous. You are very meticulous. Detail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when we have that Jupiter with that eclipse energy is already a really big, intense energy. New moon energy is setting intentions. Mm -hmm. So really an eclipse, it's setting you up for like the next six months. And we have the opportunity to get a lot done because this Capricorn energy is all about productivity, money, career, structures, but most importantly, longevity. So whatever you're building with this particular eclipse energy, it's very likely to stand the test of time. And when we have a supercharged lunar eclipse in July of 2020, we're going to see the full kind of like the harvest or the payoff of what we're building right now. So this is a great time because we have New Year's coming up, mm -hmm. lots of resolutions. I like to set intentions, not resolutions and goals, but I think goals are important too. I'm a Capricorn, so I like my goals. But mm -hmm. really, th and then the Uranus having that mix in there, Uranus is quick and it shakes things up and it's quick change. So yeah. if you're wanting to like start a project and so like we were talking this morning about like, ways to take this podcast forward and you were giving me really good ideas how to like manage my time and stuff mm -hmm. this energy is, but I have some blocks as far as like oh well I can't do this and I struggle with being creative at certain times of the day this Uranus energy is really good to help you kind of shake some of that negative thinking off and move forward so I really encourage you guys over the next really I mean the eclipse has already happened but the next eclipse happens at the beginning of January, and I'll go more into that, but we're in a portal right now where we can really, I think it's January 5th, where we can really maximize this energy and manifest what we want. It's a really great energy. Capricorn is all about getting some shit done. Oh, amen. Right. You know, I think, you know, when you asked me about, like, your New Year's resolutions and mm -hmm. stuff, I don't. I stopped doing that. Okay. Because I found that whenever I set, like, New Year's resolutions, mm -hmm. well, they never happen. Right. And so, like, if you, like, oh, I'm going to make a list of 10 things, none of them happen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Except so for tithing, you did I'm that. Gonna, well, yeah, that's because I only set one, oh, one thing for that that's year. smart. And so what I decided to do was I'm like, okay, I'm going to do one new discipline for this year. Mm -hmm. And so 
I found that if I do one new discipline mm-hmm. for the year, then I actually ingrain that into my life. Yeah. You know? I love that. That's more like an intention to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you put feet on your intention. Yeah. And so, like, it may seem like, well, that's not very much at all oh, I think to, to yeah. do, like, just one thing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, that's not very much. It's like, well, okay, but if you do one thing mm-hmm. and stick to it, then, okay, in 20 years, you've got 20 new things mm-hmm. that you've got going on Yeah. in your life. You know, that's the perfect example of Capricorn energy because Capricorn energy thinks about the long term. And oh, really? Yeah. And you actually have your North Node in Capricorn. That's interesting because I think like, I don't know, I guess it was a few years ago mm-hmm. is when I was like going through this transition mm-hmm. period of my life and I was like, I'm going to get out of this like short term. Mm-hmm. And I was starting to think about the long game. Uh-huh. And thinking about, like, what's the next five years? Like, I'm, I can eat shit for five years. Mm-hmm. Or what's the next ten years? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what's that looking like? So that's interesting that you say that. That's what you're – you're here to move more into Capricorn energy. So you wouldn't have started with that. You would have mm-hmm. started with cancer energy, which is more concerned with nurturing more the right here, right now. Oh. And you're moving into Capricorn as you age and – so it's really interesting that you, yeah, you're moving into Capricorns while you're dating me. You oh, found You okay. found someone with all the Capricorns. Found the Capricorn. In their chart. And they're like, we need you. Except I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little spacey Capricorn. Well, you're a little bit of Lexus. Oh my gosh. Have you guys, that's a great way to transition into this episode, maybe. Have <laughs> you guys seen Shit's Creek? <laughs> Babe, it's so good, isn't it? Yes. There's a song in it that the girl sings called A Little Bit of Lexus, mm. and it's really great. I don't really have anything else to add about that except it's really good. Gosh, I hope we don't have to pay, like, royalties on the, oh, no. any of this crap that we talk about. <sighs> Do you think the royalties for that song is very high? <laughs> it's all the same. Okay, okay. Um, I was going to say, oh, yeah, so getting into this episode... Babe, this is a really good episode for you to listen to. And since you're going to edit it, you will. Awesome. <laughs> um, it's about all these woo-woo words that I use all the time, and they're oh, defining good. all of them. Oh, okay. That's what this episode's about? Yeah, that's what this one that they're about to listen to is about. Oh, good. Isn't that a good idea? That is a good idea. So, yeah. So, we talk about words like, what the hell's a vibe? And, like, what's a frequency? Yeah. What's manifestation? Mm-hmm. What's a chakra? Yeah. What's, you know, people keep talking about grounding and alignment. What's that? We yeah. go into all the consciousness. Do you also talk about like a metaphor? Yeah. Like a frequency is good to think about it like this. Like it, it's good to think about it. Do you have an example? Well, that's what I was asking you. Like a frequent, like giving an example of each yes. word. I think like what it, like maybe they're coming from a Christian background. Oh yeah. And they're thinking, "Oh, well, frequency, that's an odd word for me." And that's a different word for me. Like mm-hmm. what can I how can I relate to that word? We do. We go into a little bit of that. I would actually say a good I don't say this in the episode, but atmosphere would be a good one for frequency or vibe. 
the atmosphere of an environment. Oh, that's used in worship all the time. Right. I know. That's why when you said that, I was like, oh, that's... I know Laura says that manifestation could be synonymous with blessing. She talks about that. Mm. But, you know, the truth is, is there's a lot of these words that they don't... Especially the ones that are connected to the body, they don't talk about that in the Christian world. Like grounding, they don't talk about that. Because they're very... I'm not saying all Christians, but I think, like, the church as a whole because of like Gnosticism and all that jazz, it's very separate from the body. They don't focus on the body very much in church. Do you think that's true? Or I would say that's pretty true. Yeah. So I don't think it's like they think the body's bad. It's just not, it's like they talk about the flesh is like right. bad. And I think, so a lot of times. The flesh being a sinful nature. Right. Being yeah. our sinful nature. So I think that. You know, really, it's just Christians just don't talk about the body very much. I know that's changing, thankfully. Yeah, the body in a health right. way. Yeah. Right. So when we talk about, like, grounding your energy or getting into your body, I don't really know if there is a Christian, mm. you know. But I do think that's a—we do talk about that a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I hope you guys—do you have anything else you want to add before we send them into the episode? I don't think so. Okay, great. Well, we hope you guys enjoy this episode, and I will see you, and maybe even Bebe will see you on the other side. Say bye. 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 Hello. Welcome to the Generator Podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Laura. And welcome. Thank you so much for spending your afternoon, day, night, midnight, evening, morning, mid-morning. <laughs> exactly. Weekend. <laughs> yeah. Vacation. Thanks for spending Sorry. it with us. Yeah. Just anything. Just thanks for spending it with us. Thanks for uh, tuning in, listening to us. Yeah. 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 Thanks for tune. Thanks for the tunes, guys. <laughs> what are we going to talk about today? What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about some woo-woo words. Some woo-woo words. Woo-woo words. We should have like a little jingle for this. I feel like there should be a jingle. A jangle? Well, <laughs> a jangle jangle. So what are woo-woo words? Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They don't know. That's I why they're was, tuning in. I thought maybe it was a rhetorical moment that you were having there. <laughs> it's like when you it's like when you watch those kids shows and they ask, it's like those educational kids shows and they like ask questions. They're like, what's in Dora's backpack? And then everyone stares at the screen right. for like 30 exactly. seconds. And you're like, this is just uncomfortable. <laughs> Absolutely. I thought it was one of those moments, but exactly I was like that. Yes. What are woo-woo words? Well, woo-woo words, I mean, at least for me and my perspective, are all of the like words that the spiritual world uses, the new age culture, whatever term you want to say for it. I I feel like there's got to be a better word than new age. That just feels like so high vibe, baby. That's what it is. High vibe. vibe. Mm -hmm. Is it high vibe? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's actually not what I've heard. Yep. That's, High vibe. 
Oh, perfect. Yeah. But I feel like when we kind of like started our spiritual awakening journey, all of these words we started to hear, it was like learning a whole new vocabulary. And I didn't understand half the time when people were talking, when they're using like chakras and consciousness and collective and all these things, I had zero idea what they were even referring to. Yeah. And you just infer a lot, I feel like, because Mm -hmm. what else are you going to do? Right. So, yeah. Well, we wanted to break it down. We're going to make this easy for you guys because Laura and I are nothing if not easy. Uh, 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 Just a moment of silence. (laughs) I I meant what I said there. Oh, my God. That wasn't an accident. I don't infer anything, people. I meant that Laura and I were a little slutty. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. We're this not. Is, this is our first podcast. I don't really want to come out as an easy. Um, I was going to say easy A. <laughs> that's right. Have you seen? That's what she does. She wears the 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 starlet A, scarlet the scarlet A, A yeah, the, the starlet A. <laughs> Well, this isn't necessarily the first episode they'll hear. This is just the first one we're recording. True, but I feel like it's going to come out in the beginning. And I, I don't, I'm not easy. So she's not easy. She's there. very hard. Uh, <laughs> okay, moving on. Let's move on to our list, shall we? <laughs> so, Laura, what's the first woo woo word? that we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about vibe because I feel like this is such a common word thrown out there. Vibe, frequency, and what does that actually mean? I feel like for me, when I heard vibe, my like first understanding was like, like just almost like it was a intuitive feeling like, oh, you just feel it. It's not a conscious thing. It's more like you walk into a room and all of a sudden you feel a certain vibe. You either feel like, oh, this is like a good environment. I like this. This isn't. Or maybe it's sad. Like it's almost like you're feeling into it rather than consciously understanding it. So that's a little bit of what I think. And then frequency is like you can tune into different. You know, one thing that I actually love is going on to um, YouTube and listening to different frequencies and how they can like heal different parts of your body. And that's actually kind of when I learned more about frequency is when I started researching those um, videos. Have you seen those? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, and I like listening to them and like tuning in because you can go into a higher vibration, a higher awareness even of yourself, of your environment, depending on the frequency. Right. So vibration, the actual word, it's something vibrating. Like that's Mm -hmm. what a vibe is. And that's what frequency is as well. It's a frequency is a sound wave moving at a certain speed. Mm -hmm. And higher frequencies, they move faster. Lower frequencies move slower. So when somebody is talking about, um, oh, that's low vibe or like low frequency, it's when it's it's actually a slower vibration or a slower frequency. Frequency, it's it's a sound wave. It's a, but when something vibrates at a certain frequency level, it that's what it that's the 
that frequency, that energy is like what it's giving off. So like even, yeah, like what you were talking about with the, the our body is actually attuned to different frequencies and different. And what I've heard in like the, the, the sound healing stuff, like what you're talking about on YouTube, and I'm sure more have a lot more, they have a lot more studies on that kind of jazz in other places too. But it's actually the frequency or the vibration is at the same frequency as the disease. Right. Or as this, which I think is so interesting because it actually has to be attuned. It has to be at a vibrational match in order for it to heal, transform, change. Right. And there's that analogy where if someone sings a high note, glass can break. It's because they're matching the frequency. Yeah. I don't really know how accurate as an, as an ex opera singer, I don't really know how real that is, but yes, that concept. Well, it's the concept. I actually totally. don't know if that's true either, but it was something that was like tangible and practical for me. Cause I've heard that before. I was like, Oh, that makes sense. If you match it, then it's going to shatter. Like it's going to break. Same with the disease when you match it. Mm-hmm. So when somebody's talking about like, oh, they have a really great vibe or like good vibes only or high vibes, what they're saying is they are, when you feel a lower vibration than where you're at, that's when you walk into a room and you're like, Ugh, like it feels hard. It feels like I know everybody's walked into a room like after a fight or after like an argument or somebody got pissed and the vibe in the room, the freak is just off. And if it's lower than what you came in with, you'll notice it. So a, a lot of times we don't actually notice low vibrations if that's where we're vibrating. So that's why, you know, you'll start a prop. Like I know a lot of people, they'll start this journey. They'll start healing. They'll start working on their crap. And then they go home for the holidays and they're like, oh my God, how did I not know? How did I not feel this before? But it's because they've been raising their frequency, raising their vibrational level. So now this low vibe stuff is, it really affects them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What's our next word? Um, our next word, let's do intuition. Okay. So intuition, it is the knowing without knowing it's the, that voice inside of it's like a gut feeling. And we all have different ways of connecting to our intuition, but I was always really confused. I know when I first heard this word, okay, is in, cause we hear like women's intuition is intuition, like connection with source or God, or is it ourselves or so Tell me like what, like, what are your thoughts on that? How do you, what are you, what do you think intuition is? Well, for me, intuition is like, like, I feel like we all feel things differently in our bodies or like everyone has a different um, way of tuning into their intuition. But for me, I feel it in my body. So like Victoria can say a word of a crystal and I can instantly feel in my body what it is. I can feel what a vibration it is. I can feel like if it's happy, if it's expansive, whatever it is, like I can just feel it intuitively and it's without conscious reasoning. So it's not in my brain. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not analyzing. It's just like you intuitively know, like you have that gut feeling, that sixth sense, or it's even like intuitively knowing that something's going to happen before it does. Like you just have that sense of knowing. So that's kind of how it it shows up for me anyways, 
and tuning into that. Right. And I think a lot of time your intuition's the thing that you know, and you don't know why, you know, so a lot of us second guess our intuition because we don't have logic behind it. And I am, I grew, I've always been very intuitive and it was nurtured for me from a really young age. And my family is very intuitive. And I was never questioned why I thought what I thought. I just was like, oh, I know this. And I know as an adult, it's been a lot harder when I'm, you know, around people that want to, okay, well, why? But why do you feel that way? And I'm like, I don't know. I just do. But when you feel, and you can trust your intuition, you cannot trust your intuition. You can have a really good relationship with your intuition. You can have a crappy relationship with your intuition. But it is like Laura was saying, it's that, I think that's a great definition for it's a knowing without a conscious reasoning. And I think a lot of times we do this as women in relationships. Like we know if this dude that we're attracted to, if it's going to go down in a good path, or we know if it's just going to like fulfill a need inside of us of brokenness, like insecurity or whatever. Like, and that's, I think actually the most, um, practical for me in, in learning that was like through men. Cause I would meet men and I would know off the bat, Oh yeah, this is actually going to expand me and help me and grow me. Or this is mm-hmm. just going to be something that fills a void inside of me. Yeah. Why do we not follow that? I don't know. I don't know. Cause they're so, so cute. So Cause so they're so cute. That's why. Okay. So we're definitely intuition. This is, and just so you guys know, we are not trying by any means to say that we're giving the full explanation for these (laughs) words. No, these are the, we are skimming the surface. We are just touching on these. All of these words in themselves could be full episodes. So we'll definitely be going way more into intuition in the future. So just these, this is really more of like, this is a vocab lesson so that, any of these words that moving forward, when you're listening to episodes, you're like, oh, you have a grid for what some of these words mean. And if you have a completely different meaning, that's okay too. And research. I mean, you're you wrong. <laughs> but because we're right. That's the first thing you guys need to know about this <laughs> podcast is we're your gurus and we're oh, always God. right. This is the last thing I want. That's the last thing I want. No, I'm, we're pretty Tony Robbins. I'm not your guru about all this. That's true. 100%. Not guru. That's why you need your own intuition to lean into things, to figure out how you feel about it. Not listening to my intuition and doing and feeling what I do. Uh-huh. So let's talk about alignment and being in flow because Ooh, this is... Oh. Go ahead. I'm laughing because my cursor was on that. Oh, alignment. yeah. Cause I'm deleting them as we go Perfect. and my cursor was on it. So it's like, Oh my gosh, we're there. We're shan- We're tuned in. We're in it. Oh my um, gosh. Alignment. And actually alignment for me feels like when all of my, which we'll talk about chakras in a little bit, but chakras, when all of your chakra points are lit up and balanced, you feel this line of energy going through the top of your head down your whole body. And for me, I light up like a Christmas tree. Like I can feel this fire, this light, this energy pouring out of me, this excitement. 
and I feel in flow. Like alignment looks like meeting the right person at the right time and giving you the advice that you needed. Alignment can look like you needed something and then someone brought it to you and you didn't even ask for it. Alignment can, it can feel very, um, on time. That's how it feels like to me. Everything is coming and flowing in time. Mm -hmm. It's alignment. I mean, if you think about, I'm always going to throw out the, uh, the, actual definition because that's me I'm so logical I'm like and it means a straight line (laughs) so I feel like it's or things being aligned in the right order or the right placement which I feel like is yeah totally like what you're saying it's because when things are in the right placement things do just flow Mm -hmm. when when we're out of alignment even like our bodies when our bodies are out of alignment it causes lots of other problems Mm -hmm. like you can you know, your hip can be out and it messes with your neck and it can make you tired because it's all connected. So the same thing, like in the universe, synchronistic is a lot of those like synchronicity is tied in with alignment. So when we're out of alignment, because if you're imagining in the chakras, what, yeah, it's a really good uh, point to bring up because if you're, if you can imagine that, right, the chakras run through the center of the body and there's other chakra points, but the main ones run through the center of the body. And if there's flowing energy coming in and the chakras are out of alignment, it's not going to make its way through. It's not going to hit everywhere it needs to hit. So you can actually have all the resources, the right jobs, the right relationships flowing towards you. But if you're out of alignment, you're missing them. So it's, yeah, it's that like, it's being misplaced. It's being, and it's, and it's not hard to be out of alignment. So I think, you know, alignment's not a fixed, I like to think of like alignment's not a goal. It's a focal point. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's the lighthouse. It's, but a lot of time, I mean, I know for me, I remember telling God, let's get in, I want to be in alignment in every area of my life before I think I even understood what alignment meant. And then everything. I had like a lot of really crazy things start like breaking down in my life because in order to get into alignment, a lot of times things have to break to get back in order. That's true. You got to shift out the old stuff and bring in Mm -hmm. the clarity and the new, you should talk about chakras since you're kind of touching on the alignment piece with it. Yeah. So chakras are just, it's, well, there are lots of different schools of thought about this. There are anywhere from 12 chakras. Sometimes, I mean, some people, honestly, there's so many, but the basic chakras, there's seven main energy points in the body. And it's the root chakra, the sacral chakra, the solar plex, the heart chakra, the throat chakra, the third eye, and the crown chakra. And that's from the bottom to top. And they're all associated with different colors. And what they are, they're spinning wheels of energy in the body. And science is actually now able to test this and they can see that we have energy points flowing in the body. We have these spinning wheels. And so when we have a wheel that is blocked or we have a wheel that is overactive, it causes a disruption in that flow of energy through the body. And chakras are something we are, will spend a lot of time unpacking. But so this is really more of a concept but we just wanted to touch on it because 
Laura's right. Like we've already mentioned chakras like several times and yep. we just, so yeah, it's definitely a thing you to have in your vocab list. Yes. Do you have and anything to add? No, I think that's good. I think, um, I don't know if you touched on chakras can be blocked. They can be overactive and it kind of plays in with the alignment piece. So like say your heart chakra is overactive, then it's going to throw off some of your other chakras or say that it's, it's, uh, out of alignment. It's not fully lit up and functioning. It's going to throw off everything else. So that's why it's so important to, um, clear and align. And a lot of times meditation, yoga, different things that help you get out of your head or like move blockages and stuck energy in your body helps to bring your body and your heart and your spirit and everything back into full alignment. Yep. And each chakra does a different thing. And again, we're going to do an entire series or at least a few episodes on chakras. So stay tuned We've already Uh, talked about the third eye. That's on our Instagram. So you can go read about that. Mm -hmm. That's the sixth chakra. Yes. So on that vein, what if we, I think now would be really great to go into clearing. Perfect. So clearing energy, I feel like you have the best definition of this. For me, I feel like personally, I'm still kind of figuring out my, my, um, definition for this, but I will tell you what I do to help clear my body, my heart, all of it. Um, practical things that I do to clear is bathtub all day, every day. If I could live in the bathtub, I'd be so happy. I'm (laughs) such a Pisces. Um, but my body needs that soaking, that clearing with the salt, the like taking all the inflammation out of my body. So anytime I'm doing any emotional processing or just daily life, I can feel that my body needs to ground and clear. So it's basically like dumping all of the energy out. It could be good, bad, high, low, whatever it is. It's kind of like dumping it all out, clearing out your energy field and coming back into alignment like we talked about. So I I take baths, I do yoga, I'll journal, I'll call Victoria and have a conversation. Whatever it is that I need to kind of let go of the high or low vibration. Does that make sense? That's basically my definition. What's yours? Yeah, I think that's great. I would say clearing for me is just like I just imagine clearing out pipes. So just moving that energy. I think a lot of times clearing is just getting a flow on stagnant energy. So because things, energy can get stuck in our body, emotions get stuck in our body. And then that energy, that source energy isn't able to flow through the body. So clearing out old emotions, old pain points, that Honestly, the only, I find one of the best ways to clear is to feel it. A lot of times we want to, there's actually a word we don't have on our list, but spiritual bypassing. It's, I want to get rid of this energy. I want to get rid of this feeling without actually having to feel it. And I don't think that that's a really great way to go about it. I'm not saying like in the salt baths and all that, that's not a, 
spiritual bypass is, and I even know for you, like you do feel your stuff when you're in the, you're in the salt bass, when you're doing the things like you're moving that energy, but you're also feeling it. Right. So I think that's a really good distinction that I don't know if people always know that part of clearing is feeling. I don't think a lot of people think that. (laughs) You know what? That's actually funny that you say that. I didn't even mention that because it feels so normal to me. I'm like, duh. Right. I'm like, oh, wait. Yeah, no, that is like the very definite. I do that. That is how. And then the bathtub is like what I do to clear out what I have done in feeling and processing through it. It's like, it, another piece, another tool that I add on to it to help me get it out of my body. Cause I will, I, and I go into the bathtub doing that. The intention to sit and feel into whatever needs to come up, being present with myself. And that is clearing like the idea of getting to a still place and just allowing whatever to come up. That is clearing. You're, you're creating space to clear out what is already there, but you have to tune in and feel it and, and embrace it in order to do that. Right. Right. I know this is little, little graphic, but I honestly always think of pooping. It's just, <laughs> it has to happen. Pooping is very important. Oh, I feel and, so good after I take a good poo. Right. It's the best. Dude. And in, and how, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've all had those really not great feeling poos and they're a little, <laughs> they're a little, a little hard, you know. To you're about to pass out. You're like shaking. I'm just, you're totally sweating. I'm like imagining this is def- like I'm like I, this is giving birth. This is like I'm doing Lamaze. I'm like <laughs> clearly I've never given birth. Oh dear God! That's but funny. I mean, yeah. But I think it is. It's a, it's that's a really good metaphor for it because it's. It's things we no longer need, but we have to move them through our bodies. And the only way to do that is to let it go. It is to pass your poop. But I mean, can you imagine? And there's some, I mean, I, everybody that's not been able to go to the bathroom for a long time from Mm -hmm. a sickness or something, they can tell you that is the worst. Mm -hmm. Like you miss, you value pooping so much after yep. you've not been able to go for a long time. Yep. Because Absolutely. that talks, but, and what I think a lot of people do with spiritual bypassing is they just want to like remove the poop without having to poop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that doesn't work like that. It's not yeah. Gonna... I'll just stay happy in meditation land and feeling good without ever looking at anything that's going on inside of me or why I might be angry or why I might be not even feel anything. Right. Totally. So, and that's definitely a whole podcast episode within itself, but I did want to, sure. I did want to touch that, that a big part, because I know that for you clearing is synonymous with feeling. And I know for us, that's true, but I don't know if I think a lot of people think that totally, maybe not. I think there's plenty of people that don't better yet. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. I actually, I want to touch on, I, I met this really spiritual person and in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, they have it all figured out. You know, when you meet right. someone that feels like they're more spiritual than you and you're like, you just, it, I got, it just hit a place in, of insecurity inside of me. And when I got to talking with him, I realized mm-hmm. he's not more spiritual. He's just checked out. So his land and his world feels so happy all the time, but it's an illusion. And actually mm. 
He's constantly finding, like you're talking about spiritual bypassing, he's finding drum circles and things to go to to escape from his pain, to escape from how he feels. And he's like, oh, yeah, whenever I, I get around people that are a low vibe frequency, I just like go away from them. And, and I'm like, interesting, because that is something we have to pay attention to is that we don't just run away from hard situations or low vibrational situations. Or you've even talked about your own, like you'll feel people's stuff and you are like, oh, how do I get out of this or what do I do with it? Mm-hmm. But instead, your gift is just to sit with it, be with it, embrace it and not try to fix it, not try to run away from it, just be with it. Yep. And that attunement, that's actually what we're talking about in the vibrations. If you don't feel your stuff and attune with those feelings, you're not going to transform it. It's true. You'll just so, keep pushing it down or bypassing right. it. And as long as I think as a culture, we're so polarized of the high vibrational people are running away from the low vibrational people, we're going to continue to create dissonance. And we're not going to elevate to the level that we're trying to go. Yep, exactly. So ascend, that was the word I was looking for. I was like, what's that dang word? Yeah, and you can tell if if someone is really in like has a healthy balance of all of that because they're not afraid of looking at their shadow or their pain mm-hmm. or whatever, then you're like, Oh, okay. You're actually doing this because you're mm-hmm. not afraid of yourself. You're not afraid of what's going to come up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's a shadow. That's not on our list, but it should have been. Shadow is like the insecure um, side of you, the shameful side of you, the part that maybe is your strength, but also your weakness. And so for me, I'm trying to think, what is a shadow of mine? Um, well, I've had to overcome like thinking that I'm stupid because I grew up in in school having learning disabilities, not feeling good enough, always feeling like I'm coming up short. So I've had to work through the shadow of, oh, people don't think I sound smart. People don't think that I'm intelligent. People don't think that I have something to offer. So I've really had to own that part of myself, embrace it, love it, affirm myself in those areas of weakness in order to transform it. And I have come miles and miles from that in, in just like loving that part of myself and also being okay with that being my shadow. Like I don't, you're never going to be able to get away from your shadow. So every time it comes up, you just need to embrace it. It's not like you can eradicate it. Right. Well, it's impossible because we're light and light's always going to have a shadow. Exactly. So that's, I mean, and that's all a shadow is, is it's the absence of it's a shadow is actually when light is cast on something, but light isn't on that one spot. And there that's all a shadow is. You can't have light without having a shadow. I think a shadow for me is just a place light isn't. And shame, that's where shame breeds. And so I don't, my shadow, I don't think is the problem. <laughs> and other people's shadow isn't the problem. And I I think that's a, and we're definitely in this like self-help culture in the spiritual culture, I think we do have this concept that we can eradicate our shadow rather than embracing and healing our shadow and integrating it. Because if you tried, I know there's so many things in my life that I've thought, well, this is just a bad quality of mine. And I don't see that it's actually connected with a gift or connected with a place of light. And so as I've tried to eradicate this thing, it ends up taking away a lot of my power. So 
learning to like for one of mine is like my shadow is I really can overanalyze things. I can really get in my head. I can get really heady and I don't just mean logical. Yes, logical, but it's like, it's anxiety. So I have just this constant flowing of thoughts. So what I did a very low vibrational way that I tried to eradicate my shadow in college was like, well, let's just check out. So I did that with drugs, did that with drinking, because I just wanted to get away from it, from that constant chatter. And then in, you know, spiritual woo-woo land or even self-help land, it's, well, let's just cut the thoughts. Let's just not have them. Let's go think about something positive. Let's never. And so when it ended up happening is I was cutting off this because my mind moves really fast. I'm very open. That's really what it is. It's a combination of everybody else's thoughts and my own just running together. And so when I ended up cutting that off, I cut off, honestly, a lot of my insight, a lot of, you know, connections that I was seeing. And yeah, it was a bummer. It's not fun. No, it's not fun. Okay, let's pick a new word. Perfect. I had one and then it slipped my mind. Oh, integrating. I wanted you to talk about that because how, because it kind of leads into that shadow thing. Like, how did you integrate your shadow? What does integrating mean? I think integrating is making a part of. So when you think of like when you integrate a family, so they'll talk about like blended families, you're integrating, meaning you're taking pieces of both and making a new a new piece. You're making Mm. a new family. So you're taking traditions from both families. You're taking maybe some like quirks from both families. You're taking, and then you might also be losing something. So you're combining. So when you're trying to integrate a new thought form, like a new belief system. So like with money, like when you're trying to integrate a new belief system about money, you're actually having to put that into the rest of, so let's say like your new belief system about money is that it's always flowing through me or it's always coming to me. So you take, and it's effortless and it's easy and money is always coming to me. Well, when you begin to integrate first, what you're going to have to do is clear out any places that are going to just kill that. So if you have a lot of poverty mindset. So you're going to clear you're going to clear that, you're going to feel that, you're going to feel that pain, you're going to work through that. And then when you bring in this new mindset, it still might hit up against some places because it might hit up against some toxic masculine energy which is like no, I have to earn everything. No, work has to be really hard. So maybe this new money is trying to flow in, but then it's hitting up against other mindsets. And so having to actually like those come together and also your body integrating this new belief system. So a lot of times when that happens, it's almost like we're trying to get used to having this new thing that if you're like, you, you have your, do you have your nose pierced now, Laura? Yeah. Okay. So when, and I have my nose pierced too. When you first pierced your nose, weren't you just like hyper aware of it all the time? Oh yeah. All the time. Super sensitive, like any, and I would have dreams that would fall out and heal up overnight because <laughs> didn't you, did you ever have those dreams? I don't remember. Oh my gosh. I also had dreams when I got my tattoos that like, they weren't there. <laughs> like I had that dream for <laughs> months awful. afterwards, but I think that's even, it's like integrating a new thing on my body. 
That makes sense. And I think it's the same way. Like we're trying, when you put a new concept or a new belief system into your mind, then it's going to take some time to get used to it. Just like, and now like, doesn't your nose ring just feel normal? (laughs) Oh yeah. I never think about it. Exactly. So it's like fully integrated now. That's kind of a, that's a easy metaphor to see like in the physical of like what I think integration looks like. And I would say through the process of integration, you are purging. And I don't think we even have that on our list, but I know for me, like everything you just described with money about the poverty mentality and the wealthy, like that is actually exactly what I'm working through right now. As I've been embracing the old belief systems, I'm literally purging out the things that are the dissonant, like the disconnected places. Cause I'm like trying to put in these new wealthy mindsets and they're coming up against, like you just said, the masculine, like, no, I need to work for every dime. I need to kill myself for it. Da, 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 da. And it's like I'm now sobbing, crying because I'm feeling the internal struggle of my ego trying to protect my belief system that I told it for so many years. It doesn't mean it's actually true. It just means it's protecting what I've told it for so long. So there's a purging that takes place with the integration, which is why sometimes the integrating process with new beliefs can feel really painful and feel like you're going backwards, but you're not. That's a huge thing because for me, I felt like, oh, I'm going to be stuck in this forever when things will come up. And I remember being like, oh no, I'm integrating the, when I feel like I'm going backwards and I'm purging, I'm letting it all out. It's because my brain is opening up the ability to integrate and have a new belief system put in the place. And so it's coming together and purging out. So it's actually should be more of an encouragement rather than mm-hmm. feel like, oh, I'm just stuck in my old belief systems. I'm never going to get out. Totally. Do you feel like that's yeah. for you? Yeah. 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 Totally. Okay, let's move on to let's move on to ego. Mm. Ego. I feel like so many people have, like I feel like there's a lot of different beliefs around this word and this spiritual realm. For me, I got a revelation about it being like a security guard that protects your garden. Like in your garden is your core beliefs. It's like everything you believe. And then you have a security guard on the outside protecting your garden and you have gates in your garden. And so whatever you've told the secure security guard to protect, it's going to protect. So if you have told yourself year after year after year, like I'm unworthy of love, then your security guard is your ego. And anytime someone comes to bring you love, your security guard's going to fight them to the death and be like, you don't Mm -hmm. get to, nope, that's not coming in because love doesn't actually, I don't believe that I'm worthy of love. So I'm not going to let that into my core. So you could be having like, say you want to be in a really healthy relationship and you find a really healthy man, but you don't feel like you're deserving of it. You're not going to be able to let it in and enjoy it and embrace it because you have told yourself, you have this belief that your ego is protecting, that you're unworthy of it. But the beautiful part of that is we actually can change and rewire that. And so it takes some time and some integration, some purging and all of that, but we have the capacity to train our brains to prove a different story, to be more true. And then it locks onto that and protects it. Yeah. Totally. I think the ego is our hard drive. That's it. Like, I think it's just plain and simple. It's just the play. It's just our mind. It's where our minds download everything. It's where all the codes are. So 
if we, and like Laura was saying, like the uh, security guard, like if that code is like, if you have a code that says, so like in a computer, when you do coding, if you have a code that says, when I click on this, this or when I click on this icon, this app pops up and this app pops up. Well, if you don't know that that's what the code is and you just stay pissed at the computer, it's not fixing anything. The computer's just running the program that you told it to run. That's an ego's job. That's it. All its job is, is to run the program that it's been told to run. So if your ego, and it's always meant, it's its goal is always to keep you safe. So like in your example of if your ego has a program that says, men are unsafe or men are unsafe. It is the ego's job to prove that story true over and over and over again. So anytime that something comes in that negates that belief, the ego dismisses it or gets rid of it or gets you to go away from it. And anything that confirms that belief, the ego takes in to strengthen that belief system and that coding. And it's not until we recode or with and decode and recode our minds and our egos that we're actually able to run a different programming. So that's why I think it's so funny when people are always talking about getting rid of their ego. I'm like, well, you need an ego. Right. That's like saying getting rid of your hard drive and your hard drive might not be the right word. All the computer geeks out there are probably <laughs> like, it's not a hard drive, whatever. <laughs> the thing on the decoder place, the code room, the code you know, the code room, the code room. <laughs> we all have one. Oh gosh. Um, my so yeah, it's, it's your garden. It's my, com- it's a computer for me. You're so, so intellectual. I'm over here. Like, Flittering around the beautiful garden. (laughs) That's great. I love that. It's different words will resonate with different people. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's that's good. Let's talk about Um, intention, though. No. Oh. I was just kidding. That was your intention. intention. Not to talk about intention. No, no, no. Talk. What do you think about intention? Intention? I feel like we're constantly going around setting intentions, whether we're conscious of it or not. So it's like if you're going to go to a, a party and you've like imagined in your mind, like, and maybe you're not even imagining it. You just have like something that you assume internally, like I'm going to have fun at this party. Like that's an intention or I'm going to feel really insecure. That's an intention. Like whatever you are deciding about a situation, the outcome is what you've intended for it to happen. Right. I think an intention, it feels like a a magic spell. Mm. It's like, that's what's going to happen. And which is exactly what you're saying. It's, it's the aim. It's the, so when we set, and I think we set intention, we set intentions all the time, whether whether you're intending to or not. (laughs) (laughs) See what I did there? I see you. See what I did there? I see you. So because we're constantly doing it because we are, that's, we're, we're creators, we're manifestors, we're here to create our reality. So we're constantly setting intentions. So we're setting intentions that there's going to be a lot of traffic, or you're going to have a really great day, or you're going to have a really crappy day. Or, and it's not just your, and this can get into a whole thing. It's not just your conscious intention. 
It's also your subconscious intention. Right. So if you have a subconscious intention, it's going to outweigh that. It feels like a whole different rabbit trail. We don't even need to get into. But your intention is, yeah, it's your aim. So you'll hear this a lot like in yoga practices or even like meditations, like set your intention or set your intention for the day or your intention for the year. And it's different than a goal. I think I might have just said goal. It's different than a goal because it's you're not necessarily making conscious plans to achieve it. It's more setting your subconscious up to move towards that. Yep, I agree with you. Cool, cool. Oh, it's my turn. Do I get to pick a word now? You get to pick a word. Oh my gosh. Let's do consciousness. Mm. Consciousness. Consciousness, I think, is just awareness. So when you're conscious, you're aware. So when, you know, you hear this term a lot, um, the the subconscious, unconscious, conscious. So conscious is your logical thoughts. It's what you're aware of in the present day. It's the, like, I am conscious of the fact right now that I have on earrings. I'm conscious of the fact. So it's what you're setting your mind to. It's what you're most aware of. So we can have different levels of consciousness, different levels of, are you aware of just this reality? Are you aware of other realities? Are you aware of the energetic fields? Are you aware of different realities? Are you aware of, you know, so many things? What are your thoughts on consciousness? I mean, I feel like you described it perfectly. I feel the same way. Like um, when I think of consciousness, I think of like what I'm, yeah, what I'm, what is in my, in my conscious mind. I'm like, I don't even know what other word to use right. other than conscious. It's all, it I feel like it's awareness. Yeah. yeah. I feel like awareness is a good synonym for it. That's yeah. because it. Yeah, it's just and what we are conscious of, we continue to create. Right. So it's really important that if we're not aware of what we're thinking about, if we're not conscious, if we're not, if we're just going, if we're on autopilot all day, we are because we're creating constantly, whether we realize it or not, we're constantly creating our reality. So when we're unconscious and we're not aware of that and we're not aware of all these fields, and we're not aware of how we're affecting the world around us and how everything's connected, then yeah, we're, you're manifesting crazy reality and you feel like a victim and you don't understand why any of it's happening to you and you blame everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yes. So again, consciousness is one of those things we could spend hours talking about, but this is just the the quick touches. So I know it's your turn, but how do you feel about going into manifestation next? Mm, I love manifestation. Okay. You talk about that. Just even saying that word makes me feel good in my body. Like I'm manifesting. It makes me feel very powerful. Let's, let's all say it together. Manifest. Manifest. I just, I, I just, you know, (laughs) manifesting. I just wanted to like (laughs) soak it in longer, you know, manifesting. 
manifesting. Okay, so manifesting, it's basically like whatever you believe subconsciously you create. So it's everything we've been talking about. So like, let's say that I have a belief that I, that everything always works out in my favor. I'm going to create that reality in my world. So it can look a thousand different ways, but I'm going to manifest that belief system that is going, it's going to give me that, that, um, that payoff, that reward, whatever. So let's say that I am trying to manifest a big, huge bathtub in my room, which actually happened. I set the intention and my, like I went into my brain and I created the picture and the story and the feeling and the vibration that I would feel in that bathtub and how much light I would feel so alive in it. And it would help me ground and integrate and purge. And so I really felt into this. I got really clear on what I wanted and that was me calling it in. And then I manifested it. I literally did. I manifested a huge bathtub in my room is like a jacuzzi, like three people could fit in it. It's divine. It's one of my favorite. Let's all, let's all go there. <laughs> that might be a little weird, but, um, yeah, we could. I, I love the, uh, dictionary definition of it. It says that it's to make apparent to the five senses Ooh. because I love that because when you're manifesting something, because everything already exists right now, we right. all we have all the money. We have access to everything. We're existing in a million different dimensions and in, in endless different forms. And but it's not all right here in the 3D. So the manifestation of it is the is it coming into the 3D? So we're like Laura was saying, like we're constantly creating our realities with our minds, with our belief systems. So what it is, is it's taking a belief, a desire, whatever from the quantum field, from a different field or in bringing it in to the 3D, this physical reality. So you can be in the frequency of a bathtub all day long, but it's not a manifestation until you sitting in that bathtub. That's right. And then, and then it's a manifestation. And that doesn't mean you can't be in the frequency of it. It's just not a manifestation until it comes into this world. Which leads into law of attraction. And that is what you think and you believe you will attract. So if you believe that you're going to attract healthy men, you will. If you believe you're going to attract abundant situations with finances and jobs and in your life, you will attract that. It's the law of attraction. Right. And a, the, the most basic definition of law of attraction is like attracts like. So everything, but in, so that actual law of attraction, it's not actually just a spiritual law, but it's a law that we see in the universe. So like is attracting like, so yeah, like Laura was saying, it's that whatever you're believing, you're going to attract more of because like is attracting like. So whatever frequency, whatever vibration you're in, you're just going to keep attracting more situations like that. So like, that's why, oh my gosh, this happens to me all the time. So I feel like I am, I very much see the law of attraction when I am running late and things just continue. And it's because I'm in like a hurried rush energy and I am continuing 
to manifest situations where I'm like, oh my gosh, now there's a wreck. Now there's this. Now there's that. Now all of a sudden, my car has decided to do something weird or is making noise. So I'm having to slow down. And it's because you're attracting, it's not even that I'm attracting being late. I'm attracting the anxiety feeling. I'm attracting that same frequency because frequencies like they find each other. Yep. So that's how I, yep. So that's the law of attraction and manifestation and all that jazz. And another word for manifestation, I mean, some people use blessing. Just to throw that out there. Same, same concept. Same diff. Okay, we're coming to the end of our episode. And we wanted to pick out the final one, which we think is so important, especially because we are in this 3D world. We are in this physical reality. And that is grounding. 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 Let's talk about grounding. Yes, let's talk about it. So grounding is a practice that connects your body to the earth and brings the physical and emotional balance and strength. So becoming present, getting reconnected to yourself, feeling really in alignment with your mind, body, spirit. And it's associated, the reason it's called grounding is because it's actually energetic it's connecting you energetically with the earth's core so and it's an anchoring in so you talk about people like anchoring into the earth or so if you go outside right now and you go and stand on i love doing this little experiment go stand on the concrete and then go stand on the earth and notice how you feel differently there's if you're aware and you're present in your body you will feel If you're really disconnected from your body, you're honestly probably not going to feel this. But if you are really connected to your body, you will feel actual energy being sucked and pulled out of your body, anchoring you into the earth. And what that is, is it's excess energy being pulled into the earth and anchoring you into the earth. So, you know, when you people talk about feeling out of their bodies or they feel they're in, or even in fight or flight mode, it's that they're not, that energy isn't anchored. It's not grounded. And so they're walking around with everybody else's energy. They're walking around with their own energy. They're walking around with excess energy and they're like, they're, they're out of their body. Sometimes that looks like being like a space cadet, like just not here And I'm really guilty of this. I, a lot of times grounding is something that's difficult for me. And a lot of people don't initially love the feeling of grounding. Yeah. Because it, it is very anchoring and present. It resets your nervous system. It is so necessary. However, I know like the first time I worked with crystals that were grounding or the first time getting back into your body can be really uncomfortable and grounding can be really uncomfortable if you're used to being in fight or flight all the time. It can actually, a lot of people describe it as feeling stuck, Mm -hmm. but there's a very big difference between feeling stuck and feeling grounded. Grounded, you don't generally feel agitated or edgy. You feel anchored. You almost feel like you're swaddled in a really tight blanket and you're comfortable 
but what if you're not going to be comfortable? That's what grounding feels like to me. It's like when you're just like, oh, I want to be if you're not used to that feeling. Yeah. I remember when I first was learning how to get grounded and I didn't even know what that meant. I was obsessed with being in fight or flight mode. It felt the safest thing to me. So whenever I would come down from feeling like I was in fight or flight mode, I hated it. Like I remember like one, one day I got home from work and I was like, I need to keep the energy and the momentum going. I need to keep pushing. I need to go out and do something. I need to, and I could feel my body fighting rest, like fighting it. Cause I knew if I come down and I start resting, I'm going to feel exhausted. I'm going to have to feel how exhausted I've been feeling that I've been ignoring. Cause I've been in fight or flight mode. I'm going to have to face the depressed feelings that I've been running from. I'm going to ha- like, it was so scary to ground because I actually had to get connected to myself and that felt awful. But then the more that I did it and the more that I checked in and the more that I cleared things out, the less it felt like I needed to run from it. Cause I had been dumping out the energy over and over rather than having like a 20 gallon bucket. I got to dump out now that I'm tuning in for the first time, you know, <laughs> to ground the fight or flight, even though it felt like energy to you, it was actually just adrenaline. Totally. It wasn't, it wasn't that healing life force like energy. energy. It was mm-hmm. actually adrenaline, which is why you you knew that if you grounded, you knew if you came down that you'd crash. Yep. Because it's kind of like coming off a caffeine high. It's mm-hmm. not a fun versus coming off of like perfect example, coming off of like a workout high versus a caffeine high. Right. Because there will be a harsh crash, whereas like a workout high, an endorphin high, a dopamine high it's not, you don't crash hard. You actually lightly land and you don't mind grounding. You don't mind being present because you are connected with your body. Right. So running away from it. Yeah. Well, I actually think that's a really great woo woo word to end on because we just grounded everyone. (laughs) Yeah. I really, our, I, our hope, our, 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 um, (laughs) I'm a pirate. (laughs) Our hope for this podcast is that you guys would stay lit up and you'd stay inspired, but also that you stay present and in your bodies because I think a lot of people, they're creating these amazing lives and not living them. Yes. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started. I'm not (laughs) going to. Totally. Well, we have the rest of the podcast, Laura. (laughs) Not this one, though, because I can wrap a hole down that. (laughs) But in order to create the life you want, it is essential to be in your body. Yes. So, Lord, we could get on some rabbit trails on that, but we will not today. So we hope you enjoyed the woo-woo words. and And also, I would love to hear from you guys if there are any words that you're hearing. Like, I have no idea what this means. Yep. Please email us or DM us on Instagram and let us know so that we can um, get that information out for you guys because we want you to feel like you have clarity on these things, especially when we start talking about things. If you don't understand the words, let us know mm-hmm. so we can define them for you. Right. And again, this should be a maybe clarification, but don't make this your only study uh, for these words. Yo, look yourself, find different, because maybe Laura and I, like you just heard, we had wildly different definitions for things. 
And I don't feel like they were necessarily, I don't feel like, I can't think of the word. I don't feel like they contradicted each other. It was just different perspectives and different lenses of, of how we look at things. And it's important. And those, like, yes, I read some definitions, but I, we still created our own definitions and our own beliefs about what these words mean for us. And I know there were a lot of words, even when we were going through it, that we were both like, I don't know if I fully know what that word means, or I don't know. Totally. It's, not, it's not that we can't just Google the definition, but we haven't really embodied that word yet. We don't, we haven't lived the word. So it's important that these words for you, and again, not all of them, but it's important that, you know, the ones that were really highlighted to you and the ones that feel like really hit home for you, for you to dive in for yourself, please go do your own. And we hope that you don't agree with everything we say. (laughs) Like, please, God, we're not trying to form an army here. No. And we are not experts on these things. These are simply our own version and perspective on them. We just want to give you guys just a starting point. Here's some words. Here's some ideas. Here's some concepts. Because I do know that just being overwhelmed by the internet can feel really draining. And there's honestly a lot of crap on there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot That's of, true. and there's a lot of misinformation that gets repeated over and over and over again. And it's important to at least kind of have a baseline and you'll re I mean, I feel like I've reformed my definitions of these things over and over. That's so true for me as well. So, and that's normal because we're not dead yet. Yes. Okay. Constantly evolving. Okay. Well, we will see you guys in the outro. Thanks so much for tuning in. Love you guys. Hey guys, welcome back to the other side of the generator podcast. I still have my boyfriend here. Hi. Hi. So, babe, I was going to do this outro by myself, but then I remembered something in the episode that I thought I should talk to you about. Remember our conversation about the computers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I called because I was comparing the ego to a computer and Mm -hmm. saying that it downloads concepts and ideas to keep you safe. So if you have a belief that like, I have to work really hard to make money, or even I think the example we talked about was like men, like men always treat me like crap, like from a woman's perspective, or I always get in relationships with crappy men or men aren't safe. So they will subconsciously pick men to keep that ego and that belief strengthened. And I compare the ego to, or the mind to a computer. And I say that there's like different codes and stuff. And I think I call it a hard drive, but that's not right, is it? The codes aren't in a hard drive in a computer. No. No, where are they? (laughs) CPU. What's the CPU? Central processing unit. Okay. It's kind of like the brain of the computer. Okay. So I really should be saying that the ego is like the CPU in a computer. Kind of. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to make a comparison of the ego and a a computer, but I think it's a great metaphor nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. It's just a metaphor. Yeah. It's. I think they get the picture. Okay. I just, you know how I am. I don't like to say things wrong. 
I don't think he should worry so much about saying the wrong thing. <laughs> That's my Mercury and Capricorn. Yeah. See, this is how I'm like Monica Padman. I'm like the voice of reason. You're worried about saying the wrong thing, but it's oh, okay. Who's Monica Padman? She's like Dax's like voice of reason on his podcast. Caleb loves Dax Shepherd's podcast. Oh my goodness, it's so good. We should get Dax on our podcast. Yeah, you could have invited him to that one show. No. No, you didn't. Oh, the one in Anaheim? Yeah. I wanted to so bad. You should have. That would have been really fun. Would have. You guys could have been best friends. Ah, alas. Well, he's going to be best friends with you now after he hears you on this podcast. He's going to be like, who is that funny guy? I bet he's handsome and good looking. I bet he's so fun and be a really good hang. I bet he's got a great butt and great teeth. You do have a great butt and great teeth. You have great butt teeth. (laughs) <laughs> butt teeth. You have butt teeth. Teeth butt. Wouldn't that be weird if we had teeth on our butt? <laughs> Ew. Yeah, I know. That's that a, sounds like a horror movie, like the human. Like a horror movie? Centipede thing. Or, oh, God. No. Oh, God. Ew. We just put them in such a bat. Do not Google that if you don't know what that is. Ew, don't do that. Don't do it. We're going to change this up real quick. So I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. We thought it was really important to go in and start defining some of these words because we do know that this audience, we're really trying to help bridge the gap between, you know, evangelist, evangelist, that's not the word. Bridge the gap between what? Church people. What's the word I'm looking for? Evangelical. Oh, evangelicals. What are evangelicals? People, I just said that. That might not even be the right word. What is an evangelical? I don't know. Oh, God. Neither of us know. Well, I guess we're not evangelical because I think we would. Anyway, I think it's a really great thing to help define some of these words. But we'd love to hear. I know Laura and I mentioned that on the episode. We'd love to hear if there's other words that you guys would like to find because we only hit a few. Um, We could have spent so much more time on a lot of those words. So if there's a word in there that you were like, that should be an episode. I'd love to hear more about that. Please DM us. Let us know. Reach out to us on Instagram. Also, if you're enjoying this podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes. Subscribe. That really helps us grow. Share it. Share it, share it, share it. And share it on Instagram. And if you do, please tag us so we can see. Screenshot your favorite part and maybe put a quote up that you love. Anything that can just let us know, like, what's the part of this podcast that you're enjoying? Because we want to bring you more of that. And come check us out at the generator podcast on instagram you can find us at the generator online there you can find our latest blogs and information about our coaching services or an astrological readings and i think that's it do you have anything else that you think we should be adding mm, i don't know that was a pretty good little pretty, blurb there it's pretty good right yeah maybe they should find us on myspace or Zanga. Oh, my gosh. Did you have a Zanga? No, I never did. I had a Zanga. I, I bet you did with, I like, did. Fall Out Boy playing on there. Uh, that was actually a little bit before Fall Out Boy for me. Oh. I don't know who it would have been on there, come to think of it. Blink. No, you hate no, Blink. No, I'm not a Blink-182 fan. Could have even been Hanson. Mm. Yeah, a little Hanson. Probably John. It's always been John. Yeah. John Mayer. It's pretty classic. Bay. My Zanga was yellow and orange. Oh, dang. I remember that. 
that makes sense. You're wearing a yellowish orange shirt right now. It's actually very reminiscent of my Zanga. That makes sense. Yeah. I should see if we can. I wonder if it's still there. I bet it is. Okay, guys. Well, Caleb and I are going to go, and we're going to go find my Zanga. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye.